Welcome to Idaho Speakeasy. I'm Mike Turner with Jared Cosby, and we're on a mission to uncover and share the stories of Idaho's finest entrepreneurs, community leaders, local icons, and those who are impacting our community. Today in the Speakeasy, we have Preston Lewis, co-founder and chief creative officer with Black Box VR. Welcome, Preston. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So, okay. Uh, black box VR. So uh, virtual VR stands for virtual reality. That's right. And um, and so and I understand in your guys' focus in that space is around fitness, right? Correct. Yep. So okay, give us your, give us the you know, what does it mean? What are you guys up to? Yeah. So black box VR is the world's first virtual reality fitness experience that uses uh, real weight, basically. So what we've done is we've invented a what we call a dynamic resistance machine, and that pairs with uh, virtual reality game experience. And so when you're actually in virtual reality wearing the, the headset, you can feel the real handle of the machine, um, and when you push that handle forward in like a chest press movement or a certain fitness movement, it actually can do 110 pounds per handle, and when you do that fitness movement, it actually responds, the game responds to that movement. So essentially what we, we like to say is your body is the controller in black box. Okay. And I'm kind of getting this. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I've been on your website and I saw that, okay, so you, you have uh, some people, someone has on the, the headset mm -hmm. that you would associate with virtual reality. Yeah. And then, um, and then there's like these these cables or whatever, like I saw in at least a couple of photos, and what you're kind of describing. Um, so what, wh why do this? It's like, what's, mm -hmm. what's the benefit? Why would somebody do this? What are they, what are they experiencing when they do this versus like just going to the regular gym? Well, I guess to answer, so to kind of, I guess, back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so before Black Box uh, VR, I, you know, was in the kind of creative fields for many, many years. I've always been into fitness. Um, you know, had a had a agency, sold that, then was recruited to Bodybuilding.com, and at Bodybuilding.com, um, one of our biggest challenges was to keep people off the couch, okay. right? Because when people, we would always say, when people stop buying protein or creatine, they don't go to a competitor; they go back to the couch, right? And so, and why do people go to the couch? It's usually because going to the gym is not that fun, mm -hmm. right? And it's painful and it's boring for a lot of people. Totally boring. Yeah. So, so we basically <laughs> yeah, I have to said, force myself to do it like every time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we kind of joked that the dumbbell was literally invented in 500 BC and it hasn't changed since, really. I mean, you literally <laughs> yeah, true. You, go, you go to the gym today and it is, you are just picking rocks up and putting them down, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's kind of, that was the genesis of the idea. So we, we were always trying to, you know, we were really into technology and really into fitness. And so after we left Black Box VR, we said, okay, well, how do we truly gamify fitness? How do we truly solve that problem of adherence and people sticking to a workout problem? Because another thing we like to say is like the best workout is the one that you actually do, right? <laughs> because right. I mean, it does, everyone's like, there's these fads. Oh my gosh, I got to do CrossFit. I got to do... But if you stick to a workout, you know, and obviously dial in your nutrition a little bit, like you are going to get into shape and you're going to live a better life. You're going to be have more energy and all these things, right? So, so anyways, that's kind of a long way of saying we've always been passionate about the gamification, the potential of technology, gamification, and fitness. And so when we left bodybuilding.com, we basically said, okay, 
holy cow, like we were looking at VR for, you know, probably a year uh, before. And we said, you can actually put this thing on your on your face, you know, and you can be immersed in a whole new environment. This is kind of insane. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we how can we use this for fitness? How can we grow where we're planted? So that's kind of the mm. the high level seed was. Yep. Yes. OK. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so and so you guys. You said you're the first ever to do this, right? So, so walk us through. So, um, is is this how is this hard to kind of you know like how do you go from like idea to where you you're about to launch your first uh, store, your first gym, or whatever you want to call That's it? Right. Yep. Uh, what do you, what do you call it? Like your first. Do you call it gym? So literally on the building, we our sign just went up in San Francisco. It's right across the street from Twitter Uber headquarters, and it says Black Box VR, mm-hmm. and then slash uh, Virtual Reality Fitness Experience. Or sorry, Virtual Reality Gym. We did say gym on it because yeah. it is. That's the big question: is like, what is what it? is an experience? Yeah. Is yeah. it like a one and done thing? But like, we wanted to specifically put gym on there because. Okay. Um, and do you want me to kind of paint the picture of exactly kind of how it would yeah, be like? No, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This is radio, okay. so you yeah. got to paint that uh, picture. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's true, that's true. Uh, so basically, you walk in the front doors, and you're you're in a lobby. You know, it's really high-end, kind of a little bit futuristic. We have, uh, because it's a video game, uh, one of the things I really, really wanted to do with the brand was combine kind of a Marvel aspect with a Nike aspect, hmm. right? And so okay. because if you are truly the avatar, if your body is, is really the controller, when you go in VR, you can be amazing, right? You can be a superhero. And so so you see when you're in the gym, you see all sorts of different compositions that we did where you have some of the big game characters towering over an actual real fitness athlete with the headset on doing like a lap pull down or doing a side curl or doing a fitness movement. Um, and you see videos. We have like a teaser video and stuff like that, which actually shows, which we were about to drop one today. Actually, we're going to drop the teaser video. You guys can check it out. And that'll really paint the picture for anyone interested. Okay. Um, but then you go in and you're a hero, right? So let's say you sign up for the membership. So okay. it's, a, it's a gym membership. This is boutique fitness. So it's a 4,000 square foot place, um, but we have 14 boxes. And what that means is you actually go in, the experience you have as a as a hero at Black Box is you go in to your own 10 by 10 room and in each of these private rooms is a what we call the dynamic resistance machine right so it's basically um, a fully automated cable machine okay just way more advanced right and you go in you put the headset on the headset um, anything that touches your face is completely sanitized a lot of people ask about sweat that's a big question uh-huh. mm-hmm. so we've we've dialed that in where we have something that's called clean box that basically is certified to kill, you know, just like hand sanitizer does, like 99.99999% of bacteria with UV lights. Um, And then anything that touches your face is yours. And so you go in there, put that on, and you are transported to uh, your virtual locker room, we call it. Okay? Okay. So, So you look around the room, you can see the characters you've unlocked, you can see kind of like any game how like the or farm bill you think of it that you know like the the more you play the more you get a bigger right. farm and stuff like that so you get the locker room and then you you warp down to your platform okay and in the platform high level that's basically your battle station if you want to think of it like that and you're defending your base and when you load up I, I'm it's, again as radio I'm kind of miming here but like when you grab the virtual object that has like a fireball let's say right you pick that orb up. You're not actually touching anything, right? You're just literally like you touch it in the air, but you see it. It looks real in virtual reality. You put it into the machine, 
right? Just virtually. Okay. Because the machine is mapped one for one in reality with virtual reality. The second that happens, a game event triggers and it says, okay, you loaded up a fireball. Well, fireball is chest press. Okay, let's calibrate to your height, to your exact shoulder height, to your exact weight, to your exact level. And you grab that handle and you start to do reps. And now you're shooting the fireball every single rep you perform. Mm. And it's heavy. The, the weight of it, the resistance is based on your progression. And we can change that weight on a 0.01 pound fidelity, which is awesome. Because mm. in the gym, you pull the pin out, it's right. five, five pounds heavier, right. 10 right. pounds heavier, whatever. So this is very, very dialed in. Wow. Yeah. And because you're essentially playing a game or like you're, it's it's less less boring, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, and then maybe it feels like you're not doing some lame task. You're actually playing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's what we. I mean, you talk about the treadmill. Yes. Right? And so that's that's actually another important thing to note is so virtual reality. Like, why virtual reality? Right. So yeah. like one reason is, you know, your body can actually be the controller. And I didn't mention this, but we actually have hand trackers on you as well. So when you look at your hands in VR, um, you can see them. You can Mm. see them kind of like suited up in the avatar. Mm. Um, So that way we can track your form. We can track, you know, your chest press form. Because the actual workout is a full body workout. It's a full body workout, but it's completely optimized, 30 minutes. Mm. You burn around 300 calories. Um, It's all exercise science-based, based on hypertrophy. So we want you to get that lean muscle mass. We don't know what that word means. (laughs) So basically lean muscle mass. So hypertrophy is like when you get those nice, you know, biceps and kind of like the fitness model. When you shape your body, it's it's Mm. usually through hypertrophy versus you got like um, endurance athletes, Mm. right? That's an endurance. That's more of a cardio thing. So you you can can imagine the body type there is a little more Mm. lean, a little less muscle mass. Mm -hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, you have uh, strong men and and women and you have... That's usually low weight. You can imagine them also bigger and right. bulkier and rather so, something more balanced. Yes, yeah. Okay. So this is kind of in the middle. Yep, mm-hmm. this is kind of the sweet spot of aesthetics plus what we call functional fitness. So, okay. so anyways, with virtual reality, one of the other things other than your body being the controller is it is the immersive technology. Like it is the most immersive technology because it puts you there, right? It tricks your brain into you thinking you're there, and so. Mm-hmm. What that means is uh, it gives you pain de- delay, right? We say, like, feel the burn in the gym, but, like, in Black Box, we don't really want you to feel the burn, right? We want to be able to use VR and visual stimulus and the game and excitement to where, sure, you're pushing through that burn, you're pushing through extra reps, but you're not, like, focused on how much it hurts, right? Right, right. and I, mm-hmm. I, would, uh, I would equate that a lot to... Team sports. Right, we're exactly. playing... Right, right. Exactly. Right. exactly. Where yep. you're out there... You know, because you're so immersed in the experience that you're not paying attention that you're getting right. tired. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Yep. Competitive. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And, and it is a competitive, so we call it a competitive esport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so esports are, are on the rise. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's insane. I think the stat, I try to remember it. It's like, I think 2016, the NBA Finals, um, they set a 16 year record um, for viewership, uh, the NBA. That same year, a League of Legends esports tournament like just dwarfed it in really? viewership. Just dwarfed it. Like, and then you got BSU, who I think has the nation's first esports they team, mm-hmm. right? And so esports are on the rise. But the problem with esports is they're just the video games. It's just the Twitch. It's just the yeah. Click you're of a just mouse. You're, yeah. You're not actually physically doing anything. Yeah, which I mean, a lot of people. That's why people laugh. They're like, oh, sports. Like, sure, right? But like, mm-hmm. the way you know, we kind of envision it is, you think the CrossFit games. 
-hmm. right? CrossFit Games is kind of the other way where it's like just you're just lifting weights, but it's pretty fun to watch, but you don't have the epic like explosions and insane game stuff of an eSport, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, one of our visions for Black Box is to eventually have eSport competitions where you can imagine going to the arenas over here and, you know, imagine you go down on the field and you're there as a spectator and you see your favorite athlete, like the Rich Froning, like the CrossFit, like, but this is a black box athlete and they come out and, you know, they're all pumped up. They look good because they're actually in, in good shape. They go into the box with the machine and now all of a sudden up on the big screens, you can imagine kind of merging eSports with that. Mm. Now I can see the gameplay and now I can see what my favorite athlete, who's an actual athlete, is looking at and cheer them on from the stadium. So wow, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, uh, just, you know, you know, what I find really interesting is that, you know, you guys, you, uh, you were working over at bodybuilding.com and then you got interested in VR and you just took this concept and then you had to figure out like 5 million things. Cause just as you <laughs> yeah. were talking about, like, cause you're not following any blueprint here. No, absolutely not. And no, it's wild west. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, your title is what Cre creative officer, chief creative officer, and I imagine so. It takes a lot of creativity <laughs> to come up with all these ideas. It's super, super fun. Yeah. yeah, that's it's really, really cool. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's basically every creative um, thing you can think of, really. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that was, I was kind of thinking about that the other day. We had a VR event, um, and I was talking about design and VR. And it's, you know, we had an architect on the panel talking about VR in, in architecture. Uh, we had an engineer talking about product design. And then I was talking about basically black box and, and what we're doing there. And it's crazy because in black box, it kind of is all those, right? If you, because we also have a mobile app, a companion app, right? So we, mm -hmm. we want you to be able to have, see your stats, your workout stats. We want you to be able to see your chest getting stronger, your legs getting stronger, all these things. And... So with that, in the game, we had to build stadiums. Like you're in this big, huge, epic um, sports stadium. Well, we had to kind of architect that. Right, you had to create that. Yeah, yeah, so we had to build a stadium. We had to build 10 stadiums in VR, right? And then we had to figure out why that looked good on paper on 2D, but like for some reason it didn't feel right in virtual reality huh. because things feel different. When you, It's kind of like when you build your house, mm -hmm. you know, and then you finally stand in it and you're like, oh man, like that's too short. Yeah, you know, or that's yeah too exactly. Close, or that's too whatever. Mm. And so, so we had the architecture piece and then design wise, obviously the mobile application, kind of the traditional UX UI of a mobile application. And then you get into game theory, mm, right? And right. all the behavioral me mechanics and really trying to drive our core goal, which is increasing adherence. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, what do games use? I mean, games have mastered psychology, right? Mm -hmm. As far as absolutely, just, yeah, itch to get in there. I've, open their, I've read a couple yeah. of books on game theory and they really, it's really amazing how it applies to so many parts of life and business and sales or whatever else mm -hmm. you want to apply it to because they really have mastered a lot of things by learning behaviors of humans. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, you know, it, how do you get, and I think one of the problems with fitness um, is feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so you go in there and the feedback loops just take so long. You know, you go in, let's say you go in there for the <clears> next two weeks. A lot of people don't have realistic expectations when they go into the gym for the first time. They're like, I want to look ripped. I'm going to look like Ryan Reynolds within a week. Yeah, here we go. You know, mm -hmm. and then like end of week two, 
they're sore. They're, not they're like, seeing the results. Yeah, they yeah. look in the mirror. They're like, what the heck? Sometimes they step on the scale and they're five pounds heavier because of water retention and all mm-hmm. these things. And so it's literally the opposite of you what you would want to do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you would you would want the opposite of like, hey, show me little incremental progress. Tell me that it's going to be okay after week one and give me some expectation of what I should see. And if I'm not looking at my body in the mirror, show me the chart of like really specific data that I am progressing. Mm. Give me some sense of yes, progress. Right. right? That, and that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, if having even little wins to Absolutely. keep fueling more. Yeah. And then once you start seeing a progression, it's the same thing as when you finally get that notch, extra notch in your belt. It's exactly. like, all right, I'm going back to the gym. Yeah. It's got home, but I'm, I'm fired right. up. That's right. a great point. But yeah. I mean, how long does it take to get that notch? Right. Yeah. I mean, and most people quit after week two. I mean, in, mm. and not just anecdotally, like at, at bodybuilding or you look at any, you know, the exercise science and stuff, it's just the adherence to a workout program is just sad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of gyms out there, I won't name any names, but like they don't actually want you to come to the gym. No. Like, they, in fact, if every one of their members showed up, like, they would not be able to have yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. Yep, exactly. No, you have the monthly fee. Why Why have to now pay to maintain the equipment and, and mm-hmm. upkeep and all that? Yeah. Yeah, and something like, that's why sometimes they, they'll give you pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. I think that's, like, a sin almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't, like, I love pizza, you know, here and there right. for cheat meals and stuff. But, like, to, like, have these people that some of them are, looking to change their lives and they're desperate for a change mm-hmm. and to walk in and they need and help like, they need help yeah and have a candy dish and have some pizza like that just <laughs> that just seems just kind of mean-spirited to me but but anyway so give, getting back to that like uh the feedback loops and the and the belt notch with our machine we can track uh we track over a thousand data points every workout automatically so you basically go in there and you do your rep under the weight that's calibrated to you, you do X amount of reps, that's X amount of volume, that's your progresses, you know, this and that. And we're tracking all that on the back end so that you leave the gym and bing, your phone goes, you know, the, from the mobile app and you look at it and it says, hey, you just increased your chest press one rep max strength basically by 0.02 pounds. Pat on the back. You know what I mean? Like that's right. just dripping the kind of feedback loops mm-hmm. to keep people coming yeah, back. Yeah, new so. personal record. Good job. Yep, exactly. I'm still scratching my head a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love how you've explained um, kind of the experience of how you can go in and you're in your first, you're kind of in your own personal gym and then how you're, you kind of go into a game and how mm-hmm. this real life game experience, because it's virtual reality, gets you to, uh, you know, work out in fun ways in a kind of gamified way. But uh, you've also found a way to really using fitness science to really kind of help people advance and you know hit hit goals mm-hmm. um, and a a whole new type of way and potentially it sounds like to me uh, this you're just scratching the surface with this mm-hmm. so okay so um, when we're off air you were talking about some of the the steps you got here because yeah, you know, so. Um, you did, uh, I think you did like a, a test pilot at, at the university. Like, what was that all about? Yeah. So we, um, you know, one of the things we said is like, there's going to be, there's for sure with anything new, right? There's going to be haters out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, and, right. And so we wanted to say like, we didn't go out there kind of with a vendetta to say, oh my gosh, like everyone else is stupid. And like, this is the only way to work out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we, we went out and we said, okay, well, we just want to make sure that, Okay, if you want to go to the traditional gym and work out, that's totally fine. But just so you know, like if you come and do a black box workout, you're going to get the same, if not better results. 
right? Based on exercise science, just yeah. kind of take it, take all the anecdotes out of it and like, just let science look at it. Right. And so what we did is we, we did an eight week study uh, with the university with a guy named Brad Schoenfeld, who's one of the premier exercise uh, scientists basically uh, in the world. And we said, okay, here's our machine. Like we shipped our machine over to New York and we said, you know, run this eight week study and run it like to the book, how you run all your other studies. I think he has like I mean, definitely hundreds of studies published. So this, he's been doing it for a long time. And we just wanted to test kind of the, we couldn't test the adherence because obviously, you know, when you have university students come in, like they're just, that's part of the program. So we couldn't test the adherence, which is one of our hypotheses. But we wanted to test kind of the strength gains given the certain amount of time that they worked out. And so um, they did a full controlled study. And at the end of it, they found that uh, with leg press, chest press, um, kind of as the as the movements testing overall strength, we matched the strength progression um, of a 90 minute workout, traditional workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we matched the results in 30 minutes. Um, so in a third of the time, um, we were able to get the same results. Wow. Yeah. So and so that's for us that was big because we wanted to be able to say, hey, like, you know, this is real. This is real fitness. This is not. Because a lot Just of people, a game, right? exactly, yeah. A lot of people come to us and they say, "Oh, this is this is We Fit." Oh yeah, I played We Fit one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. so, we hear that so much, right? <laughs> or people come to us and they say, "Oh, cool, like virtual reality fitness." That means like now I can go cycle in the Himalayas. Like that's awesome. And we said from the be- beginning, like that's cool. Like someone's going to do that, and people are already starting to create experiences like that. Sure. But we wanted real. Like I said before, hypertrophy. We wanted real exercise science, real workouts with uh, high intensity interval training. Hmm. You guys have probably heard of that, like yes. HIT, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the other problem with society today is everyone's so time starved. Mm-hmm. We we wanted it to be a quick and very efficient workout. And so every workout, like when you go in, start the workout, clock counts down thirty minutes. Like you are done, no matter what, after thirty minutes. Hmm. Um, and in that, you get the full body workout. So that's chest press. So the machine can basically do uh, chest press, um, shoulder press, squat, deadlift, back row, um, and back row. Did I already say that? Yeah. Okay. I repeated it. There's a number of them, right? Yeah, yeah I repeated them. Yeah. Is, is it different between men and women, the type of workout it is? Is it a different science you're using, or is it similar? Yeah. So, I mean, we. Um, we kind of just standardized on um, the exercise science that talks about the volume prescription, so to speak. So a lot of the new science, so HIT is actually new science, right? Because mm-hmm. you go back 20 years, people were talking about jogging slash jogging, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to go on a jog and like that's going to keep me fit forever. Well, there's some really good science and books out there that basically say there's a, there's a diminishing returns where if you, if you go overboard with that, obviously it's better than the couch. Right. But if you go overboard, like you can actually shorten your lifespan, mm. you know, crazy stuff. So he said, okay, we want this to be super efficient. Um, so yeah, you do six compound movements, male and female, it's calibrated to you. So it's really just okay. whether you're male or female, it's just your one rep max. So mm. like, and that, that was important to us as well as we didn't want to have like a, a male setting and a female setting or any of that. We just wanted to say, Hey, we know that bodies grow. Um, you know, if you have the right quote unquote dosage of volume right. of, of workout and, you know, do the best you can in this gamified environment. And as you progress, we'll just slowly eke up the weight so that you're, you have kind of this constant progression. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and you guys, um, 
you, you know, you started here in Idaho. You're you're based out of here. You're from Ida, yep, Idaho, born and right? Raised, yep. Okay, that's mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, did did I mean this seems really techy? How did you actually get uh, into the tech world? I mean, Idaho is not really known for its tech stuff. So, what, what's your backstory? Yeah, so my backstory is I. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. So I, I you know, back when I was 13, 14, I, uh, I started my own clothing company. Um, and Wait, hold, yeah. <laughs> explain, how yeah. is that possible? Yeah, yeah, so I was just, I don't know. Like, so I guess it's, I mean, it's definitely because of my parents, right? So my dad was an artist, um, you know, and he had a screen printing company. Okay. Sold that. Um, and then, of course, he sold it like right when I, right before I wanted to get into it. So I was like, dang it, why'd you sell it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up buying my own equipment, you know, obviously just from summer jobs and stuff as a kid. I'd mm-hmm. saved up my money. And then um, my mom did, did marketing, um, worked for HP for many years. So she was kind of in the tech field. Okay. You know? um, and so I kind of had that at an early age. And so I, but I also just kind of took a liking to design and stuff like that. And so um, I got an alpha invite to Skype which, you know, is, I mean, everyone knows about Skype now. It's the whole, you know, you basically can video conference and all that mm-hmm. all over the world. But that was really, really new. Voice over internet protocol, the VoIP Skype thing mm-hmm. was like brand new. And so right. I found an invite in a forum somewhere. And then I also found an invite to Alibaba. Alibaba was just starting to come online. Alibaba is like, I think, a trillion dollar company now. So it's mm-hmm. huge, right? Mm-hmm. But what that allowed me to do is it allowed me to kind of, long story short, call Chinese factories directly. Um, to source my own clothing line. Yeah. And so I just kind of had, you know, had Because you can do that. You can go on Alibaba. And you now you like, can. You, yeah, right. Now it's super easy. Yeah. Right. Now, now everyone's like, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's easy, right? But like back then it was like really, really new. Yeah. And the shipping was a little harder. You still yeah. had to do like, you know, the freight on board payments and all these things. That was intimidating as a kid, you know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't a streamline. But so I did that, uh, grew that company, grew it into an agency um, because this kind of gets at the question of the techie piece of it. So mm-hmm. like I had to learn everything as a kid. <clears throat> so, you know, I had to learn how to make my own website and then I had to learn how to do hosting and was had Microsoft front page and all these old technologies and like mm-hmm. my first mobile experience and all these things. And so you kind of, as an entrepreneur, just have to learn all those things on the fly. And so because of that, I kind of swung it over to an agency as I was, you know, going through high school and to stuff To help other like that. people do similar things. Is, What's that? Is that what you mean by the agency? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So then people were coming to me, uh, you know, SAP, I did some stuff for Billabong, Hurley, because I was always into action sports. And so just kind of started doing websites for them, doing tech projects for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then built that to, you know, the year it was like a se- it was a seven figure business and I was going to college and I was like super pumped about it. And... But at the same time, kind of burnt out mm-hmm. I mean, because it's it seems like well, what, you're just in college. But but it was just a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of learning. But I was like, hey, I kind of want to enjoy my my college years and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. so I sold that off um, and then shortly was recruited to bodybuilding.com mm-hmm. uh, early on and then kind of did a, a whole brand refresh for them. So did their their new logo and, you know, went kind of from more of the traditional bodybuilder look to more of like a Nike look and then. Moved over to the UX UI team where we built Body Space, which was the world's first, uh, or sorry, the world's largest social fitness community. So we had 3 million members mm. and we were building workout trackers and we were building a lot of technical stuff. Um, but still, we would have that problem of adherence. Mm. And, and VR, like I fully believe, is, is the kind of like the final medium and, and is going to be 
you know, we think that fitness will be the killer app for virtual reality. Because everyone's kind of thinking like, well, is virtual reality is kind of novel? Like, is it going to mm-hmm. have staying power? But we're starting to see, you know, we're three years in now, we're starting to see a lot of transformation stories where people are losing 20 to 60 pounds just playing virtual reality games, just mm. because they're not on the couch, just because they're up flailing their arms around. I know it sounds funny, but like, it's it's kind of crazy. Mm. Um, so over the last two years, we've we've kind of felt a lot more encouraged by that because when we started three years ago, we were like, oh, okay, we hope this is, I mean, we hope our gut feeling is right. We hope we can make something. Yeah. And you've done a couple of test pilots, right? So mm-hmm. in addition to the university study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we also said, okay, well, let's just see, let's actually now truly test adherence. Right. And, okay. and the only way to do that was we spun up a beta gym here over by Costco mm. uh, and we had three machines mm. and we basically just invited, we had collected a bunch of emails um, from local uh, people in, that had interest in what we were doing. And we reached out to them and we said, Hey, like you, you have all opted into being our beta testers. Now's the time to beta test. If you, if you all want to come and try it out, you know, doors open. So, um, Fast forward, did a eight eight week uh, beta test there, and the feedback that came out of it was kind of insane as well, kind of eye opening for us because we didn't know if it was going to be all male, we didn't know if it was going to be all female, we didn't know if it was going to be just a bunch of kids, you know, or, or right. And it was all across the spectrum, hmm. you know. And the feedback was different. People found things that they liked, different things that they liked about it. Each piece, um, you know, a lot of the females liked the fact that it basically acted as your own personal trainer because you just play the game like and it's automatically progressing your your weights and your and your based on your fitness results uh or fitness performance uh and also it's a private room mm. so you don't have someone staring at you right. you still yeah. you know you feel yeah mm-hmm. it's just more private and then you had the younger kind of kids that were just uh, Fortnite. you know what i mean they're like yeah. oh my gosh this is like Fortnite. i love this and they're just like freaking out because they love games mm. right and then you have the fitness junkies that are like oh okay like Let's see if this is really like gonna work, you know. And then they f- feel themselves fail that first chest press rep, you know, or the first time doing like a chest press rep, because uh, each handle can go up to 110 pounds, which is a lot for a cable machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've we've been to shows and stuff like that. we put some of the. I mean, you guys wouldn't believe some of the beefy, like strong people we've put in this thing, and like it's just hilarious to watch them just fail at the end, be like, oh my gosh, and then like put it down and be so surprised. That a video game workout could give them such a such a big pump, you know. Hmm. So, so yeah, we did the beta test. Um, that was super successful. Bunch of really good feedback all across the age uh, and gender spectrum. Um, and I have to tell this story. Like this, my sister. Right? Okay. So this one's like close to me because my sister forever uh, has asked me like, hey, like I'd love to like you know go to the gym with me. Like tell me what to do. Like I don't know what to do. Like help me out, right? And every time at the end of two weeks, it was kind of like, well, you know, I'm sore. I don't see the progress, all the stuff we talked about at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding. I went in there. I put her in this experience for 15 minutes, showed her how to do it 15 minutes, never showed her how to play the game again, gave her the code to the warehouse, you know, or the beta gym. If she wanted to do it, go ahead. Like you have the tutorial. It's on you now. Eight weeks later, she went three times a week, which is what we recommend texting me like oh my gosh i got this new character because as you as you level up and stuff you unlock new characters and i can Mm. explain that later but uh she's texting the family she's super pumped about it and then i looked at her fitness charts and she had increased 200 percent on every lift 
Oh wow! Yeah, holy cow! Insane! Yeah. yeah. So that was that was that made me really happy. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Um. All right. So you 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 threw out a little like <clears throat> what's this you unlocking players thing? Let's let's touch on that because. Yeah. Some some people who play video games are like, oh, I totally get that. That sounds cool. And some people are like, wait, what are yeah, you talking what? about? What does that mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in the game, because it's a it's the full body workout where you're actually you know grabbing the handles on the machine and stuff like that. That is the resistance training. That's like the muscle, the lean muscle mass building piece of it, and the calorie burn. But you obviously can't do chest press and squat and all that like back to back forever. You know, mm-hmm. just like you're gonna you gotta burn out. Your body needs to rebuild your energy slash ATP. Like it's just a human limitation. And so instead we said, okay, well, when you fail doing a chest press, you know, you get to your last, your 12th to 15th rep, right? You're right in that sweet spot. Maybe you get, if you get a 16th rep, boom, now we know that you've actually increased in strength, which level up, level one to level two chest press and all this stuff. Okay. But also as you rest, you then field characters. And what we call them champions, basically, mm. onto the field. Because the whole premise of the game is a tower defense game. So you're on a tower and you have the machine as kind of like your weapon, so to speak, right? Okay. You basically leverage it to shoot the, the meteors and stuff like that. But on the field are all these characters. It's basically this big battle going on in the field. And you have this crystal and your gates and you're, you're protecting that. Because if those get destroyed, then you lose the competition, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so to defend your base, when you're resting, let's say I'm going against you, right? I'm doing the chest press. I destroy a bunch of your guys. As I destroy them, it's not a big gory game where blood's squirting out of them and stuff like that. Instead, it's kind of the energy comes out of them, right? Like this purple little cloud comes out of your guy. Okay. Well, I get that energy. That's kind of the currency of the game. Mm. So now let's say I have 100, 100 energy, Okay. Well, I look over virtually on the table to my right, and there's these little, there's six little orbs of these game characters, right? And they each have their own. A lot of people that play games will get this part. Like there's a tank type character, right? Who's really slow, doesn't do a lot of damage, but he'll absorb a lot of damage. So you can put an archer behind the tank character that's going to plink away at your enemy's gate and crystal, you know? So you take that 100 energy you just earn, and you pick up the tank guy, and he costs 100 energy. You put them in this virtual hopper, and then these kind of floating red and blue um, tiles pop out, and that is your punch sequence. So you imagine you see boxers doing the mm-hmm. shadow boxing and stuff like that. So your hands, your left hand is blue, your right hand is red. So you do red to red, blue to blue, red to red, blue to blue, boom, 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 and you're doing this this punch pattern that's keeping your heart rate elevated mm. and giving you the high intensity interval training. And then, bink, you hit the last block. But uh, now the guy is ready to be fielded. The, the champion is ready to be fielded on the field. You point, deploy on your wrist, and rah, he spawns on the field, and then he starts marching at the other person's gate. So yeah. that's kind of the active rest gotcha. slash character side. Wow. Okay. And then I just did that, boom, back to the machine. Okay. Yeah. Kind of wow. trying to paint it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. no, it's helpful because yeah, it gives I... you a break from the actual workout piece but you're still working out but you're still keeping the heart rate up and burning the calories and yeah absolutely and it's cool like because these little game characters you look at them close you know and we've we spent a lot of time we've done 26 characters for launch for our minimum viable product Hmm. um which is just so fun because what i was talking about in the gym these big murals and stuff like i designed these 14 foot tall murals and one of our characters is named rock dude he's this big rock guy kind of imagine like 
the Hulk mixed with, I don't know, maybe the Thing. Sure. Okay. Right. Sure. So this Rocky Hulk kind of guy, and uh, and he's basically in one of the OLRs. He's t- towering over the hero and stuff like that. So it's <laughs> it's super super fun. <laughs> we have so much fun over there. I love it. So, all right. So, we're speaking with Preston Lewis. Um, he is the co-founder and chief creative officer with Black Box VR. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Idaho Speakeasy. We'll be right back because I want to hear more about you guys won, like, best new startup at this mm-hmm. big technology conference. So, I want to hear about that when we come back. Stay tuned for more. Radio Boise is supported in part by Alley Repertory Theater, bringing Indecent by Paula Vogel to the Visual Arts Collective March 7th through March 17th. Inspired by true events, Indecent tells the story of a 1923 theater troupe, censorship, and an explosive moment in American history. Tickets and more info at alleyrep.org. Support for Radio Boise comes from Idaho Mountain Touring, a locally owned outdoor gear, clothing, and bicycle store. Idaho Mountain Touring has two locations, in downtown Boise at 13th and Main and in Meridian at the corner of Linder and Cherry Lane. Both locations are open seven days a week. More information at idahomountaintouring.com. Welcome back. I'm Mike Turner with Jared Cosby, and you're listening to Idaho Speakeasy right here on KRB8. Uh, we are speaking with Preston Lewis. Uh, he is the chief creative officer and co-founder of Black Box VR. That's for virtual reality. And they are uh, they are taking fitness to the virtual reality world. And uh, they've this is homegrown here in the in this you know Treasure Valley. Um, but they're taking this concept to the world, and uh, and this is kind of a really the first of of this kind of taking really fitness science and trying to figure out how to get people to want to exercise so that it's fun and that they don't you know get sick of it mm-hmm. and like with other types of fitness options and therefore go to the couch instead, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this is really this is really fun to kind of learn more about this. Um, and, and, and it was really cool to hear that you guys recently went to this Las Vegas conference, um, as technology mm-hmm. conference and you won best new startup. So tell us what that, what, what that was all about. Oh, that was yeah. so fun. That was so awesome. Yeah. We, uh, we went to CES, um, and it was our first time going to CES. It's, and and yeah, explain yeah. what CES is. So the consumer electronics show, um, it's kind of the big show for like the Samsungs of the world and all the tech kind of products to come and show their newest, uh, latest and greatest products. I have a couple techie friends that like, they live, <coughs> they love that event. Oh man. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause you get everything like hot off the press. You get yeah. the new, like whether it's, I mean, for us, virtual reality or like the AI assistant or the little like robot vacuum cleaner, whatever it is, or right. the new like flat screen TV. You know, it was actually pretty cool. They hit Samsung had this gigantic, uh, flex like cave of flexible TV screens, which was pretty mind blowing. Cause mm. I guess they have now those LED panels that are flexible and things. Wow. So yeah, you get the coolest stuff, right? Okay. So, so we said, okay, well we we're kind of back and forth. Like, should we, 
should we do it? Okay, we planted a flag and we said we're just going to go for it. And so we got a 20 by 20 booth over there. Um, we had our prototype machine, only one machine um, that we had even built up to that point and hadn't really publicly released it. We tried it ourselves and, and done some things and, and uh, we had not released it publicly. And so we were kind of shaking in our boots a little bit, you know, and we're like, okay, like let's, let's just go for it. So got a designed a 20 by 20 booth, um, had the machine in there. And then we show up to Vegas um, first day, and there's water coming through the ceiling. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were freaking out. Because what happened was uh, Las Vegas got the most rainfall in one day that they'd gotten like on record or something. Oh, and so like wow. the, the streets are flooding. And, oh. and so all that to say, I don't know, I, mean, I guess they're not used to rain. So they actually we had rain come through the expo center roof, travel down, oh, maybe our power cable. Yeah. Okay, and fried some of our components oh. uh, like day one before that even opened actually. So oh. like, so anyways, we have an amazing team um, that just killed it. Right, just run. Everyone's running around with their hair on fire basically, and fixed it um, because I'd been talking to the Today Show. They were going to come by our booth, and we we're like, okay, is this legit? Are they actually going to show up? They showed up, right? And uh, the the Chanel um, host just loved it. She was freaking out over it, and then. You know, we basically, each day was like a fairy tale for us. You know, mm. the first day was like the BBC. And then the next day um, we had Engadget and Mashable and The Verge and mm. um, all these huge publications. It's like the perfect place to be. Wow. And so, you know, just. And you're having to pay for their space. They're just coming to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we just, I mean, we, we paid for the, 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 the spot. Booth. But yeah. yeah, but no, we didn't say, you know, hey, like, please come and review us. They're just, it's the best place there. And we had a lot of a lot of interest. Like, I think yeah. we were, before even going into the show, I think we were one of the top 10 most, like, talked about booths because just yeah, like they, everyone asks. Didn't VR, know what it is. Yeah, yeah. WTF yeah. is, yeah, VR <laughs> fitness. And so... Um, so anyways, each day, kind of, let's say it started Monday, first day, and we were like, oh my gosh, we had the BBC and we had Engadget, like, yes, we can go home, like, mm -hmm. yeah, we're super pumped. Every day just kept getting better and better and better, and like these big publications, and the demos were working, and of course we were troubleshooting, stuff was kind of like, because of the water mm -hmm. thing, we were having to kind of work around some things. We had NFL athletes come, we had <clears throat> just a ton of different people come check it out, and everyone left the booth just smiling. Like, hmm. holy cow, like, what the heck? You know, and like some people live streamed it and stuff like that. And so we were just super pumped to just get the media mm -hmm. looking at our stuff, right? Because yeah. this was our, our big, big show. Um, and next thing we know, you know, we were getting a sign put up on our booth by Engadget, who basically they do the best of CES awards mm. and saying that we're a, a finalist you oh. know, for, for best fitness experience and best startup overall. Mm. Um, out of 900 startups. Wow. 900 startups. And, and this is like we're this Boise company. And yes. these are like worldwide. I mean, people are coming from all over the world. Right. Yes. Okay? Right. Yes. Yeah. So we, we get there and uh, yeah, we, they, they put the finalist thing up on our booth. And we're like, oh my gosh, freaking out again. <laughs> we're like, what the heck? This is so cool. And then uh, the next day they announce and we kind of get a whisper I get chills even just thinking about it, mm -hmm. but like we get, we get a whisper of like, "Hey, you guys won best startup of CES," and we were like, "What the heck?" Like, yeah, and we're all <laughs> high fiving and and just like so so happy, and our team 
just worked so incredibly hard to put it together um, and to pull it off with mm-hmm. the stuff that happened. And it was just, it was just amazing. Huge, 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 huge for us. Wow. Wow. And I must give, you know, I mean, I, I have to imagine when you're having to solve all these unique problems and you're trying to figure out, all right, this is, what's the best plan? What's the best path forward? All those million decisions that as an entrepreneur, sometimes you have doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the right decision, right? And sure, you have a million of those. Absolutely. And to have that, uh, you know, those questions kind of be answered, you know, in that kind of way, yeah. just be, they're like showing like, yes, we've... It's validating. Yes. Yeah. That's the event. I can well, imagine. Can, oh, man. Because it was, yeah, one of the biggest problems we had was what we called gray outs, where if you, I mean, we have this, that's a servo motor, basically, like our advanced motor is a servo motor, right? And so you get kind of these electrical fields and, and this interference, right? And um, when you got certain weights and certain electrical currents going through, if you popped like a heavy chest press, the headset would gray out. Mm-hmm. Like it would just turn gray. Which that oh. doesn't really help at no, all. Right? I mean, you literally can't see anything, and so um, we were just like banging our heads against the wall, and we were like, I mean, I always joke, we were like, literally, almost had like we had tin foil on everything, you know, trying to block signals. We painted this like our machine a certain kind of matte black so it wouldn't have reflections, you know, and all oh. these things um, just to get tracking, because uh, how VR works is a bunch of lasers and stuff like that, and so oh. uh, you know, spinning around and getting your positioning, um, and then refreshing what you see so it feels like it's reality. So anyway, so lasers don't like shiny surfaces and all these things, and so um, we finally went to I think it was like GDC. We s- kind of snuck back to the back of um, the team at uh, at Valve, you know, that was developing some of this technology. Found this guy named Joe, the programmer, big old six foot six tall programmer guy, and we said, Joe, like, here's our problem, help, you know. And he said, Oh yeah, one of our guys, like, uh, anytime his HVAC kicks on, he gets kind of a power surge and he gets gray outs. So maybe you guys should just try to put a ferrite donut, you know, around the cables. So essentially, like, it's it's just a piece of metal essentially that you kind of just you just wrap the cables around to kind of smooth out the electrical current. And so I always joked with after that, I joked with the team and I said, headline. Donut saves fitness company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it did. It worked. Oh. Like that was like just, that was the, the one breakthrough. Thing. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh. And it's those types of things that like you just don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. And so yeah, there's like a million of those types of problems. But yeah, CES <laughs> worked out. We're obviously like a year past that, and it's mm-hmm. getting getting even better. So let's talk about the, this the, this idea this in general about virtual reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we kind of tiptoed around it a little bit early on um, about the advantages of it. Um, mm-hmm. There might be some like uh, way to get around some, you know, pain tolerance mm-hmm. is different, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, uh, you know your your whole mind is just thinking differently, and so you can maybe you know do things that normally would be extraordinarily challenged. Mm-hmm. So, what have you learned about you know virtual reality and and, and some of these and kind of the power of it? Sure. Yeah. So one of the things I always talk about is like is the pain aspect of it, and so they're actually using virtual reality with burn victims. So there's these third degree burn victims, and on a daily basis they need to do skin stretching, right? And you know, basically, which is like an I've never had it, you know, but like it's excruciatingly painful, I guess. And so for their pain management, they use morphine. And we're all aware of the, you know, the opi- opioid right. ac- mm-hmm. epidemic, right? And we have 
it's just not good to pump people full of these drugs, you know, because they get addicted and, and all sorts of side effects. Well, uh, this university, um, I think it was out of UW, I think it was UW, um, a team out of UW basically said, okay, well, let's try to use VR as like a pain you know, reduction system. And so what they did is they did a little game where these people could put on the Samsung gear and they had a little clicker and they go down this little, you know, cold, icy little river. And then these, these penguins that pop up and they, they look at it kind of with the reticle of the headset, you know, as their aiming point and they click the button throw little snowballs at the, at the penguins to, to score points, you know, basically Mm -hmm. gamified, uh, in a cold environment. And that was, they did the study and they, that was just as effective at pain management as morphine. This little wow. frozen river penguin shooting right. game, morphine in your veins, right? Like coursing through your body. Like, so, so that's insane, right? So the visual pathways are extremely powerful and they can override some of that, that sense of pain, right? So um, that's huge. And they actually found that it even had residual effects after. They even had less pain after the procedure. Huh. Yes. It's really, I mean, the science behind it is pretty mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. The second is time dilation. And the thing I always think of is, like, you know, you're on a treadmill. You know, you're walking. You're, you're slowly kind you're, of shuffling your you're feet. You're bored because that's bored. what I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're bored out of your mind. You're like, oh, when's this going to end? Okay, it's been at least 30 minutes. You look down, and it's been a minute. Yeah, Right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to survive this, right? And so... Um, but then you add some music, you add some, like a, a show you're watching or something like right. that. And next thing you know, okay, it goes, it cuts five minutes off, maybe as, as far as perceived time and right. stuff like that. And so um, what we say is 30 minutes in our workout feels like 10 because you guys brought it up before. It's it's like a sport. I mean, when you're, if you've ever played indoor soccer or any sport, it's right. like, what the, like your mind literally can't understand or comprehend like how 30 minutes just went by. You know, because of all these other aspects, because of the game, because of the competition, because of the visual stimulus and all these things. So VR is the ultimate immersive engine that can that can kind of hack that piece. So awesome. Wow. Um, if you're just tuning in, uh, we've listened to Preston Lewis and he's with Black Box VR and they're just getting ready. You know, this is a homegrown uh, company with virtual reality and they're, they're taking it to fitness and you're, you mentioned earlier in the hour, you're about to open up your first place in San Francisco as mm-hmm. you're kind of your first virtual reality gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's, but what's on the horizon for guys? What, what, yeah, what's, what's the, the dream? Goal? I, like, I wanna, that's exactly what this? I want to hear this one, piece. This, your yeah. best new startup in the, the, the biggest technology conference in the mm-hmm. world. So um, what's the vision? Just world domination. Right. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's virtually. virtually. Yeah, 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 exactly. Virtually. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's every yeah. entrepreneur's dream, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. No, so, um, you know, we also, so my, my business partner, Ryan DeLuca, started, started bodybuilding.com, right? And so um, a lot, we, we have a business background as well where we've, you know, we need to make sure it's not just a bunch of fun, you know, and we're just putting a bunch of money in a trash can and lighting it on fire, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, and toasting marshmallows over it. Uh, but we... We basically said this has to be a viable business, you know, so we got to set it up that way. And so what we looked at was, okay, you have, you look at millennials, it's kind of, we're in this perfect storm of things, right? You have artificial intelligence on the rise, you have esports on the rise, you have um, kind of the big data movement, and then you have in the fitness realm, you have uh, basically the hit training, 
and boutique fitness. So a lot of millennials want this boutique fitness, which you think of Orange Theory, you think of Soul Cycle, right. you think of these small. Mm-hmm. And so we looked at all those numbers and we basically said, okay, if we can create a competitive moat with what we're doing with our product, with our experience, and really give true value in a different way to people. Um, it's not just another cycling studio. It's not just a different color of lights. You know what I mean? It, this yeah, is a yeah. totally different experience that still has exercise science in the backing and is a boutique fitness model. Um, our ultimate goal is to, you know, we'll see how it goes in San Francisco, but is to franchise. Mm-hmm. So to say, okay, well, you know, we, and we already have worldwide interest. We've talked yes. to people from Dubai, from Australia, from, mm-hmm. you know, all over even the U.S., Canada. I mean, all over the place. Um, people asking for a franchise um, or franchise rights. And so we're going to test it in San Francisco. We're going to learn a lot in mm-hmm. San Francisco because we're going to have, you know, real users coming in, mm-hmm. real heroes, all the onboarding, the app, the full experience, everything. And we're going to test the business model. And we're going to say, okay, we think we can cycle people since it's a 30-minute workout. And uh, we have 14 booths. You know, we can w- with the cleaning time. Obviously, we can we can cycle just as many um, people through as like an Orange Theory or a Boutique Fitness. So, mm-hmm. so that business model does work. And, and Orange Theory has gone from zero franchises to over a thousand in six years. Wow, That's like great. insane. Yes, right. Because people are craving they're not craving the big box gym experience anymore. They want something that's personalized. They want something that's like social, something that's uh, advanced, you know, it's yeah. going to get them the results. So. In the last two minutes that we have here on the show yeah. with you, um, is it on the horizon to where it would be affordable for a, a home? I mean, because the, the overcoming the fact of leaving the house to get to the gym yeah. might still be a barrier. Absolutely. That's that's kind of the end game for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So we've, we have some strategic partnerships we're already looking it at. It sounds expensive, yeah. but just like flat screens were 10 years ago, they're cheap now. So yes. technology can change to where you I can. I got a basement. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome to yeah. test pilot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I got room for you too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, that's what we're thinking. That's okay. our ultimate goal is at home. Um, yeah. The cost needs to get down quite a bit. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scale, mm-hmm. get the gigantic, uh, basically take our game universe everywhere. Right. In your living room. So. Wow. That's uh that's super cool and super exciting and it's super fun to know that this Really uh, unique idea has been kind of homegrown uh, here in Idaho, and uh, but you're taking it to the world, That's right. which is cool. That's right. And so uh, I want to thank uh, Preston Lewis for coming in. Uh, it's been great having you here and learning about Black Box VR. You can go to blackbox-vr.com. Anywhere else where they can get information? That's, That's the, the best place. And, That's yeah. where, and you're going to be dropping a video today? Yes, we will. Yeah, we just okay. did a new teaser video, so look out for that. And that, okay. that will really paint the picture for what's going on. Okay. Yeah, if it's still cloudy in your mind, you go yeah. there and you can actually see what, what he's exactly. talking about. Exactly. If nothing else, just to kind of see what uh, local entrepreneurs have accomplished. And it, that's, you know, my opinion, it's just a really fun story to follow. Mm, uh, so blackbox-vr.com. Preston, it's been fun. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Thank thanks. you, guys. Yes. Got me all pumped up. Yes, so <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for your, your Boise shop to open up, so I'll keep an eye out for that. Right. Okay, uh, so thanks that's, for... That's on the horizon, by the way. Okay, so yeah, I hope stay so. Tuned. Stay I tuned. I hope so.